everybody, and welcome to episode 378 of Good Luck High Five. That's right. You are listening to a podcast for you if you play Magic the Gathering anywhere within the confines of your own home. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And, and on today's show, what, Megan? I You always do that part, and for some reason, my brain started doing it. Wow, you were going to say, and on today's show? I was going to say, and on today's show. When have <laughs> I... When have I ever been the person who says that you have literally never said it i've literally never said it but my brain was like time to keep <laughs> saying the intro you wow. know what megan last week you said the the clothes for that's, the first time ever that's right wow so it's a brave new world out there maybe you should say it this week okay um and on today's show we're talking all things ikoria and we have been having a fantastic time playing ikoria oh, it boy. is like massively addictive i think this yeah. set is so great we're gonna get into that later uh, about why we like it and why we've been yeah. playing so much maria um, quick question yeah. how many drafts do you think you've done um let, let me think i've played through four sealed events yeah. and let's see how many drafts probably like five human drafts but i wish it was more yeah yeah for sure how about you I would say like five to six million <laughs> drafts. Like literally, I had to stop myself because I could yeah. sit here all day and play those human drafts on Arena. Yes. Human drafting is so great. And all day. Yes, like I'll finish up and I'll be like, okay, I'm just going to like, I'm going to stop playing when I get yep. to the end of this draft. Yeah. Like however it you ends. You can't though. And That's impossible. I'll you get can't. To the end. You Buddy, if I have those gems, you know I'm hopping back in there. Absolutely. And I'll tell myself, ooh, I'm just going to draft, and then I'm going to go away and do what yep. I need to do in my life. Not true. You no, literally cannot never. do it. You have to play the first game. You have to. And then after you play the first game, you're like, oh, I'm just going to, like, I'll play through the rest of this draft. Like, as soon as this <laughs> draft is done, like, I'll be done. Yep. And it's yeah, just I'll just do the rest of the draft. It's a single the draft. <laughs> that repeats forever. <laughs> It is just so awesome to draft with real human beings. Oh. I can't. Okay, we'll get it. We'll talk about that later. Uh, because yes. right now I want to know if you have any fun quarantine stories. We've been telling uh, updates yes. every single week. I want to know your update. Okay. Mine gets weird this week. Great. Um, so I have I have a couple of plants. And um, one of them it was having a real rough time because it has a, um, a fungus gnat infestation, oh, which no. are these like tiny little gnats. They look kind of like fruit flies, except they, they live right near the soil and they like, like, they like lay their eggs in the soil and there's like larvae and stuff. And if you have too many of them, they're eating like the plant roots and things like that. So I was like, oh no. So I called our local, you know, our friendly local, um, What's the garden center? Like? Garden center, yes. Um, and they're super nice, very, very hippies. And I was like, I'm on their website because they're doing curbside pickup. Like you can order via their website and then you go and you pick it up and it's great. And so I called them and I was like, what should I, what do I do about this? I have these fungus gnats. And they're like, okay, look on this, on the website for these things called beneficial nematodes. I was <laughs> what like, is okay, happening cool. over there? <laughs> yep. I was like, okay, cool. I look it up and I'm like, looking, there's like no image that comes up with this search, but just the thing. And I was like, 100%, this is some kind of bug. They're giving, they're selling me bugs. I looked it up. Sure enough, nematodes are microscopic worms that are what? predators of the larva of the, of the fly. And You're making other, a like, whole ecosystem in that pot. 
Yes. So I like put that in my cart. I was like, fine. They tell me to. I'm going to do it. So I like put that in my cart. And while I'm on the website, I'm just like, I could use another plant. I could just you buy know, one. While you're there. While yeah, like, you're I there. I had this tiny plant like you can see uh, on the video version i had this like tiny planter that i've had for forever it's so that cute. i needed a plant for it and i was like i'll just get a tiny plant it's three dollars and then i'm like looking and i'm like god i could i could use one more plant <laughs> upshot it of this is i friend. buy three plants <laughs> i bought three <laughs> plants um one of them is huge one of them is the size of my arm <laughs> What a strange measurement for a plant. <laughs> but that's like, it's very big. It's like very big. Bought three. I had to buy pots for two of them. It wasn't even like I'm filling pots that I have. And I buy these worms, these microscopic worms. And they come in like, it's just this little plastic baggie. And there's a damp sponge inside. And the sponge is damp. And it has literally millions of microscopic worms on it. What? So what I had to do is I had to like, I get a big old, you get a big old bucket of water. And I like cut the sponge in half because I didn't need the whole thing. And I like put it in the water and like wring it out to get all the worms from the sponge into the water. And then I watered my plants. <laughs> wow. That is wild. I think you're going to have macroscopic worms. Like they're going to grow big and they'll start climbing out of the pot Maria, and don't slithering even. into bed with you at night. <laughs> Maria, no. <laughs> I Googled so many times. Can people like, do they, do they get on people? The answer yeah. is no. They're like, they don't like people or pets. They like soil. But still, if you were like, if like two months ago, you were like, Megan, look at this snapshot of your life. It's going to be midnight. You're going to have a damp sponge full of millions of microscopic worms and you're going to be rinsing them into a bucket so you can water your plants. I would have been like, who the f are you talking about? Sorry, swears. <laughs> Oh my god. It's so true though. Think of it. If you would have taken a snapshot of my life right now and showed it to me, I'd be like, you are out of your mind. There's yeah. no way that is currently my existence. No. Oh boy. <laughs> so that's that's my quarantine story of the week. Well, I can't be, I can't be my story of burning myself with hot sausage grease, but what I can oh, yeah. say is that I finally cracked. And like a lot of people are doing puzzles now in quarantine to mm -hmm. entertain themselves, pass the time, uh, get some peace in their lives. And I've never been somebody who wanted to ever do a puzzle in my life. I like looked no. at a puzzle and I was like, I would rather burn that for firewood than ever do it. But I I cracked and I bought a puzzle. Yeah. And now now I'm doing a puzzle. That so that's the level I'm at. How I, is I, it? How do you feel about it? Um, it's a, it is a very meditative a activity. So I'll put on like mu very calming music when I yeah. do it. Um, so that's kind of how I've been using it other than, I don't know, I guess it's not really an active activity. So no, it's like whatever, it's not. <laughs> but, um, it's a very pretty puzzle. So I had to get one that I thought was like art, like looks like art. So it's like a hand yeah. holding or holding this rainbow. It's kind of a cool, like seventies pop print. Um, so that inspired me as well, but yeah. I, yeah, I have I have achieved puzzle level of quarantine. So I'll that's bring where you I by. Am. You want? I'll bring you a puzzle. It's a. I mean, I'm it's still. A it's gonna painting. take. It's gonna take a while for this oh, one, but yeah, that would be enough. a nice puzzle too. I did a. I did this puzzle, which is like one that was like a hand me down from a friend a while back. Yeah, and um, like by day two, I was like, this is torture. <laughs> I mean, people are doing puzzle exchange programs now. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I don't That's get it. That's where we're at as a as a society. Yeah, we're puzzles at the puzzle are like exchange. the running of a hobby. 
Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I'm like a magic player, right? I want my game or my activity to accomplish something. Like wanna, I'm learning yeah. in magic yes. or whatever. So I'm like being competitive. Being competitive, right. You, yeah. I guess you could do competitive puzzling. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, yeah. that's our quarantine update. If you've got something you want to talk to us about, please tweet at us at GLHF Magic. We would love to hear your quarantine stories Yeah. Um, based on how many characters Twitter allows. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, what weird stuff's going on in your life? Let yeah. us know. We really want, I really want to know. So do I. I mean, worm water, puzzles, <laughs> grease burns. We've got yeah. it all. We got it uh, <laughs> all. Before we kick off the show this week, uh, thank you to everybody who supports us over on patreon.com slash GLHF magic. It is so, so, so wonderful to know that we have this amazing community behind us. Every single week we sit down to do our episodes. It just, it just feels like, hey, you know, the world is a crazy, messed up place right now where a lot of, lot of bad stuff is happening. But <laughs> my gosh, does it feel good to say, hey, We've got people who have our back and we know we can count on them. And I think mm-hmm. that is just getting me through this, honestly. Yeah, it is a it is a huge thing. Like I get like emotional. I think about the fact that I'm like of like all of the things going on in the world right now, like people are yeah. supporting us and it means so, so, yeah, so, so much. So thank you so um, much. Yeah. If you've become a new patron, if you've stayed a patron, if you joined during Pledge Drive Month and you're like, I'm going to keep supporting this thing that I love, it makes an enormous difference. Every dollar counts. Um, and we cannot wait to ship you out your rewards as soon as we can get back in the office. Oh, um, the pins are yeah. so good. And I the can't wait so good. until we are allowed to mail them. <laughs> yeah. And thanks for everybody who stopped by to watch our early access stream. Um, oh, yeah. Of Ikoria. That was super fun. It was so Thank you, nice everybody. to see everybody. I, it really um, was. Getting dressed that morning, literally all I was doing was going to the office to continue to sit by myself. <laughs> yep. And play magic, which was not that different from the days ahead of it. But I was like so excited just because I was like, I'm going to someplace that isn't my house. Exactly. And like, I'm going to get to see everybody and just like interacting with people in chat was so nice. It was so, so nice, nice to see all these people that's like, oh, we've known, you know, like we've known these people for like some of the years now. Yeah. Um, and seeing them in chat to just be like, oh, hey, we're, you know, we're all here. <laughs> And everybody who tuned in to watch the post pre-release over on Loading Ready Runs Twitch channel, I had a great time with that. My partners were Kathleen and BDM, and BDM played the most BDM big monster deck I've ever seen in my life, Um, (laughs) but it was a super fun time. Yeah, yeah, I had such a good time. Um, so if you want to know if we're going to be streaming more when we're live, go follow us over on twitch.tv slash GLHF magic. And that'll ping you uh, when we go live. Cause you know, like if you got so happy going over there, Megan, like, mm-hmm. you know, like we can do that. We can stream. That's true. We can. We can. Um, so, nobody else is in that it. building. It's kind of spooky. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> you know, when I was there the other day, like I've been locking our office door behind me. Just because there's yeah. nobody else in the building and it feels very eerie, and I'm like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna lock this. I don't know. Yeah, who knows what office ghosts are lurking? Like ghost hosts might be around, but we yeah. know ghost hosts, obviously. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, thank, thank you, you, everybody, as well to our really wonderful sponsor, Card Kingdom, um, CardKingdom.com/slash/GLHF. Um, great place to go for all of your Acoria needs. Um, they are still backed up a little bit on their shipping, but you know, 
um, it's still a wonderful store to support and order that stuff for when you are going to be able to get it and when you are going to be able to go and see your friends and play with them in person again. Yeah, they're uh, just a fabulous company continuing to support us and their other content creators and their employees during this very, very tough time really says a lot about who they are as a company. So please support Card Kingdom if you can now. And then, of course, once everything goes back to normal, uh, also send your dollars their way because they really do deserve it. Uh, Normal. Yeah. What is normal? I don't know anymore. I don't know. We were wondering earlier, like I, we were talking about this. I wonder all the time. I'm like, how how long is it before like conventions are a thing that happen again? You know, they canceled um, San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. Obviously. I don't know. And it's just sort of like, is there going to be, how long is it going to be until people feel comfortable going to that kind of thing again? I know. I keep seeing different things every single day. Like, oh, oh no, it'll be fine. It's literally different every day. At some point, we can just go back into theaters and have these things and maybe have some distancing and some cleaning. And then something else is like, no, we're going to have to keep practices and social distancing at various intervals of time until 2022 or whatever. Like, boy, I don't know what's real. I don't know what's real. Let's talk about Ikoria Lair of Behemoths Limited. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) It's so much fun. It is great. What? What was I doing with my life before this happened? I don't know because now it's a whole new life. It's a, it's whole, a whole new life. New life. I'm certainly loving makes it. quarantine better. I will say that. <laughs> Thank goodness. Um, I mean, real talk. Arena has been a lifesaver for me. Absolutely. This quarantine. Um, I would say it's something that I play the most on like my worst days. Yeah. Um, Because it just allows my brain to check out of just like, do you know what this this whole scenario is just like too overwhelming to process right now, or like I'm in like a down like a down spell, yeah, and I need to check out of it. Arena Um, is there. Thank goodness, Arena is there. So we are obviously, as you can tell, huge forms of this um, limited format already. Did you just Um, say forms? (laughs) What did, did I say? Forns? Yeah, I think you said forns. <laughs> I think you said we're huge forns. Did you, you not know hear what? yourself say it? I yeah, I did not. But now that you say it, I can s- definitely see myself saying we are huge forns. <laughs> huge fans of this format already i mean early days here early days anything can happen but i th- my question to you is how much of it do you think is ikoria just being an awesome format and how much of it is the fact that we can draft with real human beings on arena now that's right i said oh, human sorry. beans yeah um i Gosh, that's a really great question because it certainly is a mix of both, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, being able to draft with people just I for I forgot. Like I don't think my brain had processed how different of an experience it was with the bots. Like yeah, obviously absolutely. you're doing it and you're like, I know that this feels different. Um, but it's not there's no there's no way to describe exactly how different those two experiences are. Um, yeah, it's just like it's, yeah. when you're drafting with bots, they have their bots. They're going to do the same things no matter how many different iterations of them we have or combinations or whatever. Yeah. So you tended to end up in similar decks because yes. 
that's what the bots were kind of pushing you into for lack of a better way of putting it. But yep. in real life human draft, humans are impossible to predict. Yes. So I've gotten in there and just wild stuff has happened. And I've been like, yes. Oh, it's so good. And I, I also do think that part of it is, I mean, the format is a ton of fun right now. Yeah, it um, is. And in part because each of the strategies feels so different. Yeah, um, that's a great way to put it. Like they're all they're they're all super fun. I've had a, a really great time drafting a bunch of different kinds of strategies, and they don't feel at all similar to play. Each one feels yeah. like a very unique play experience. We've so for you, what are the strategies that you're thinking of here? Um, so red white cycling. Yeah, obviously, I had like an all in cycling deck the other day, and it was such a good time. I'm going to just say a note here about red-white cycling. I think the consensus right now at this moment in draft is that that is the best deck. So yeah. if you're if you're looking for a tip, hot tip, red-white <laughs> red, red, cycling, I think it's the best deck too. Um, yeah. It's busted. It's so fun to play. Yeah. Um, continue. Yeah. I will say it's like its only drawback is that like it can be a little sensitive to like if your opponent has like a, the right mixture of like some removal and like some big things to follow it up, it can get outclassed. But again, that's sure. like nice. You don't want it to be the best uncontested deck. Yeah, yeah. Um, of like course. it still has its challenges, which is great. Uh, blue red spells, obviously, so fun. Huge fan. Um, Pyroceratops. What a buddy. <laughs> what a great I love guy. Pyroceratops. Kill that oh. thing on sight, else it's gonna get big. Gonna that's the two get... three that gets a plus one plus one counter for four mana anytime you cast an instant or sorcery. Yep. By the way. Um, so good. And then like. I drafted, I straight up drafted a five color deck yesterday and it was my best one yet. And it was, oh, it was just great. Okay. So what made it your best one yet? Um, I mean, one, it just like power level. Like obviously if you're in all five colors, the power level of your cards is just like very high. Yeah. I just yeah. had so much removal. <laughs> um, I had, it was just like all removal and then like some really big, I had like a greater sandworm. I, m on multiple occasions, cast that 11-11 Godzilla, like oh, the 9-mana 11-11. Yep. Um, it was, yeah. And then I had like, gosh, I'm trying to think. I could tell you, I think what our my splashes were in each color. Like in red, it was the one in a red for three damage and then the rock slide. Um, oh, rock slide is A++. plus plus yeah. plus. In blue, it was capture sphere and a copy of the Mutate Heron. Um, oh, I yeah. love that card. What is that? Dream Scale Heron or something like yeah. that? I'm going to look it up. But yes, that yeah. Heron is great. That um, Heron I think is people so pass it too much. One That's of what the, I think. Like one of the, if, if I do it, I feel so good. And if my opponent does it, I feel so bad. Is like the little fox that finds you a land into that Heron on the fox. Just like... Oh Oof. yes. Okay. Dream. It's Dream Tail Heron is the name yes. of the card, and the fox is cutest card of the set. Farfinder, yeah. which a lot of people are telling me sounds like Fart Finder, but um, <laughs> that's something different to find. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that little fox is great because not it's only so is it finding cute. you a land, but you can mutate onto it. Yes. Which was a question I put on our Twitter the other day, which was, which would you rather have if you're drafting a three color deck? Which is of course something you can do in Aquaria. Do you want a dual land? Or do you take the fox? And give me one second. I'm going to look up the results of that poll. Ooh, I mean, I vote I vote fox. Yeah, I vote fox too. But it can get a little tricky sometimes. You're like, oh, yeah. but this land just literally gives me what I need. Mm. But um, this fox is three mana. It's for a 1-1. One, one, whatever. Yeah. And um, then in, let's take a look. In black, my only black card was obviously um, 
blood curdle? Whatever the the instant yeah. speed mm-hmm. removal giveth something a menace counter. Yeah, blood curdle. And then yeah, and then like white and green were my quote unquote main colors. <laughs> okay. So this is the results of our official Good Luck High Five Twitter poll. Yeah. Farfinder um sixty four percent, dual land thirty five percent. So yeah. yeah. Easy that sounds about Farfinder. right. Yep. That sounds about right. It's and just, speaking, yeah, spe- like speaking of your five color deck and multicolor mm-hmm. and Farfinder and whatever. That's I think one of the hallmarks of why this is a great draft format because yes. there's more kinds of decks that you can draft simply because of the fact that there's more color combinations that are viable. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, even if like, and I've you know obviously there's like some amount of this like um, the cons synergy. What are those called yeah. again? Um, what do you mean the like are they wedge wedges anyways wedges yeah i know what you mean i don't remember anyways but like those three but Shards. also you can easily draft outside of that yeah you can you like we have the options yeah because the way the the lands work like just mix it up do what you want splash a random card the crystals too are excellent yes. fixing in this set um, not only are they just like great on their face to help fix your colors, but also the cycling for two yes. on them is like excellent. It's so great. It's so it's so good. great. Oh. And since oh. I brought up cycling, yeah. Do you just want to for a second say like I okay? So I've been saying that I think this is one of the best draft formats already. I think that yeah. What other ones do I think are this great? Cons of Tarkir, yes. Um, oh. Dominaria. I think yeah. is uncontested there in Innistrad. So those are the three people will usually say are the yeah. best. And the reason I'm putting this up here already is because of the multicolor. Yeah. But also because cycling and somebody said, I said, Hey, this is one of the best draft formats. And they're like, Oh yeah. Because of the cycling. Like yeah. that was, that was the criteria for them. Does it have cycling? It's one of the yeah. best draft formats. Exactly. Of all time. I think that the combination of three color and cycling is just like, puts it in that like perfect cross section. My question to you is, do yeah. you think that cycling should be this heavy in every format? I don't know about this heavy, but I do believe that it should exist in every format. Yeah, so do I. So do um, I. Yes. I like it. Just makes it so much better. Yes. It's so good. And like that doesn't mean this like this format has like a heavy cycling component where there are cards. Obviously there's like a whole draft strategy that you can build around it. Like, that doesn't mean that in the future, like, if cycling is in every set, that cards have to, like, interact with it. It could just be, yeah. like, this is a set, and it happens to have some cards that have cycling in it. And you're like, Incidental Great. cycling, I think, is is wonderful. Yeah. Like, who cares? Put it on a card. It just makes it better in any instance whatsoever. I'm trying yep. to think of this green card here, which is the same as a card that we've seen in the past that goes and fetches you some lands out of your deck. Uh, oh, Migration yeah. Path. Yes. Um, I can't... What was the old name of it? Ooh. Anyway. I, I do not remember. It's the exact same as an old card. Yeah. It costs four. You search your library for two be- basic land cards, put them on the battlefield tap, then shuffle, but it has cycling two. And Great. so it's just like strictly a million times better yes. than that old card. Because you can, you draw it and you have six lands and you're like, well, I don't need to go find two. Yeah. But like, I just would like to cycling. draw a different card. Something oh. else that I love about this format is the availability of great removal at common. Yes. We've got it across all of the colors. Black has blood curdle. Black has dead weight and other ways to remove smaller creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, white's got pacifism and it's got that uh, blade. F- I was going to say the four mana instant that exiles. 
Yeah. Something with power uh, four or greater, which I there are many see. targets in this format. It's got Divine Arrow, which we've seen before, which yep. is good. But Blade Blade Banish, that's the yeah. one. That That's so good. Uh, blue has Capture Sphere, mm-hmm. which will lock something down. Red has Rock Slide, mm-hmm. which is incredible. And purple has... Just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> green has... I think green's version would be... Um, it has like... What? There's like... Uh, Sorry, we're new with these card names, yeah. everybody. Please Ram bear with us a little bit. Ram through is the uncommon, I thought. Ram through is common. Ram through is common? Yep. Oh. Yeah, so ram wow. through is going to be green's version, which yeah. is a little bit tougher because you do need a creature, but it's yeah. excellent and it's only two mana. So You're right. The uncommon one that I'm thinking of is the one where you reveal a creature from your hand. Oh, yeah, 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 yep. yeah. Uh-huh, exactly. So the avail- availability of all of these things at common uh, especially in a set with stuff like mutate going on is so clutch and mm-hmm. i think just makes a set um that much better yeah all right maria question yeah. of the hour how much do you mutate oh this is the question yeah. it really really is because there are drawbacks obviously mm-hmm. getting two for one yeah is the benefit from the mutate worth it? Mm-hmm. And I think at the start of this set, like the day it came out, everybody was mutating all the time. Yes. <laughs> it was like, whatever, mutate, mutate, mutate. <laughs> and now people are like, wait a second, though. <laughs> one, two creatures here just be better than one creature, yeah. pretty much. Um, so I'm going to say I mutate probably 70% of the time. Yeah. That sounds, Does that seem right? That sounds about right. I would say that I'm definitely definitely more than half, but not yeah. all the time. Not all the time. You know, like some of the uncommon mutate cards or common mutate cards, the bonus, you've got to really think about if it's worth it. Yeah. Uh, there's the one that causes your opponent to discard. Keep yeah. that in mind. Like that is just a slight upside, right? It's not as good as all of these other ones. Yeah. So don't do it unless you're like, oh, I really can't afford you know, to nab the the last card in their hand and take yeah. that risk. You know, I really, you know, I really uh, mutate the heck out of that heron though. Every time it says draw a card. Oh, it says draw a card. It's replacing All itself. Who the cares? Time. Exactly. Do it every time. Oh, and like I said, like, oh, like it just feels, I know I've already talked about this, but again, like that fox into that heron, like it got you a land already and you drew a card and they're going to feel like it's a three, four flyer on four. Like they need to remove it, but you already got two cards worth of value out of that thing. Yeah, you've got to think about it like that. The card I was trying to remember was Cavern Whisperer. That's the one that causes the opponent to discard at common, um, which is like, whatever. Like, it's gravy. If if it makes sense to do it, do it. If not, just play your stinking 4-4 for 5 and be happy with it. Yeah. Something else I wanted to point out about Mutate, um, if you haven't been playing this set a lot, is you've really got to prioritize um, cheap creatures that are not humans and put them in your deck if you're planning to mutate at all. So yeah. a card like Mained Serval is just a 1-4 for one in a white with Vigilance. The Vigilance will come in handy if you're playing green-white, by the way. But like that card is not good, right? But yeah. put, it in, put it in your stinking deck because you are going to mutate onto it and you're going to need a target. So yeah. that's something to think about if you haven't thought about it yet. Those cards are go way up in value if you're planning to mutate. Yeah. All right. Another question. Okay. How many times have you accidentally got yourself with keyword counters? What do you mean? I mean that I have 
a thousand percent double blocked something that I forgot permanently now had first strike because the trick did oh, not give yeah. it first strike. It gave it a first strike counter. So the next turn comes around and I'm like, double block that thing, snap it off. Still has first strike. <laughs> I'm sure I've done it. I'm sure I've done it. Yes. Yeah. I absolutely have. <laughs> I like the fact that they've got little graphics on each of the keyword counters, though, to help to help you yeah. remember. And like reminder numbers on the creatures, too. Um, but yeah, please. This is um, a PSA. Yeah. Remember your keyword counters. Remember those keyword counters. I have I have made some really, really delightfully stupid mistakes. <laughs> Well, as long as they're delightfully stupid. Literally just double blocking that has something that has first strike and just kills them both. <laughs> I've like, done that. I for sure have done that. What did I do? That. I literally just threw away two cards. I'm pretty sure I shame conceded yesterday because uh, of doing something like that. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't I mean, the, face my opponent anymore. Yeah. The better part of that story is that I went on to win that game. But hey, oh that's pretty good. Oh, boy. All right, I've got a question for you, Megan. Yeah, hit me. We've talked about a lot of the new mechanics. What mm -hmm. about the one that is on everybody's lips these days? <gasps> companion. You know what? I have not yet been able to draft a companion that I can play in limited. Oh, really? Really. I think the only... and Because in all these drafts that I've done, the only companion that I've seen is Karuga. Oh, okay. Uh, Karuga the Macro Sage, who yeah. I drafted because I was so that's in a tough one. green and uh, some other color. And I just like, it was too late in the draft for me to prioritize that. So I just like, I put it in my deck, obviously, but I didn't yeah, companion just put it. Yeah, in your deck. Just play it. I will tell um, you multiple times I yeah. have like a game starts and my opponent, it's just like, it has a little, you know, the cute little paw print. And it's like their companion is Lutri the Spell Chaser. And I'm like, I'm going to... There's nothing you can do about it. There's no. nothing you can do about it. You just look at that little thing that's like Lutri's their companion, and you're like, they're gonna copy some something, and it's gonna be so bad for me. I know the companion. You see it coming. Nothing yep. you can do. No. You're like, should I save my removal for when that thing hits the battlefield? I don't know. Because Lutri, it's just like, and that's the one that I I've certainly um played against the most, where they have it as their companion, and it's just like because it makes you know it's so. It's pretty easy and limited. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like a hundred, like I like a hundred percent of the time. It's just like it's like they copy a blood curdle, and you're like, rip me. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I've managed to play Gigantha as my companion a couple of times, which is the five five elky thing. That oh, yeah. um, all it said. The only restriction is you can't have cards with double color casting costs mm -hmm. so like five green green for greater sandworm you can't put that in your deck which is a very light restriction yeah. um and it's just so incredibly worth it to start mm -hmm. the game with eight cards not even yep. a random eighth card a good card yeah a, a rare. rare yep yep okay um you mulligan and you're like who cares you keep a hand that's like kind of sketchy. You're like, who cares? I have a great creature that I can play on curve if I hit my lands. Like, Woof. it's just the advantage is so immense that I got to be like, wizards. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Didn't you know that having an extra card was that good? You obviously knew that. What are yes. you doing, man? <laughs> yeah, there's a reason why your opening hand is an eight cards. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think yeah. they like, may, has there ever been like a corner case where there's like a, like a standard legal card that's just like, BT dubs, you can have eight cards in your starting hand and you're like... Great. Yeah. No. No. no I don't think thing. that exists. Does not Maybe exist. Maybe in. I'm thinking in, in like the um. What's the what's the commander draft set? Oh, a conspiracy. The conspiracy. Maybe I feel like maybe there's a conspiracy that you could draft that said that or something. But there was one for sure that l- could make your limited deck smaller. I remember that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But wow. Um, yeah. yeah. I was busted. Yeah. Exactly. And this is also busted. <laughs> <laughs> like people are talking, we're not even talking about, we're not even in standard yet. Okay. We're not yeah. even in standard yet no. or constructed. We're talking about limited. It is busted and limited. If you see a companion and there is even a slight chance that you could be ma- able to make it work in your 40 card deck, you play that companion. Do you hear yes. us? You play that companion. Just do it. I mean, look, I probably should have just sucked it up and made Karuga work. <laughs> Doesn't Karuga need everything to be more than three CMC or whatever? Yeah. I mean, that's a little sketchy. <laughs> that's true. Okay, that does bring me to this question, though. Maria, what about the speed of this format? Yeah, g- great question. This is something that's really important for people to discern early on in the start of the format to inform how they want to play going forward. Um, my first few games um, in the format seemed pretty slow because of the multicolor component. That being said, I do think you can play fast decks like red-white cycling if you get enough of the tapper and you cycle, 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 tap the stuff down, attack for lethal, I think can be very quick. So I'm going to say I think it's medium and, and, and it on average the games are a little bit slower. But that being said, I think you can play fast decks too. Yeah, I think that fast decks are certainly in the minority in this format. And yeah. I would say the majority of games... The vast majority I have, of games I've played, at least at this point in the format, um, it is no one plays anything until turn three. Yeah, because we're all trying to do stupid stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everyone's trying we're to do... We're all greedy. Yes. So, like, if someone plays something on turn two, you're like, oh, they're going to try and aggro me out or something. Yeah. <laughs> turn two? What are you... Like, that's it. like a two, if this? someone plays a two drop and you're like, wow, you're really... <laughs> a two drop? You're really going yes. aggro in this format, buddy. Yeah, so we'll see if the speed adjusts, you know, week to week, which it certainly could. But yeah, I think that's a good early take on it. Yeah. So it's something like that, like Karuga, where usually I feel like in a lot of formats, you'd be like, I can't start my curve at three. Yeah. That's completely absurd. I feel like this is a format where like you could maybe make it work. I'm interested now. Yeah. Now I want to know. Yep. Okay, if I open Karuga, I'll do the Karuga challenge. Okay? Yes, everyone take <laughs> the Karuga challenge. <laughs> and let us know if you're able yes. to get those seven wins. I also want to know if someone has taken the, what's the the card that um your starting deck has to be like 20 cards more than the format limit or whatever? Oh yeah, that is our, our friend Yorian. Yes, Yorian. Like, I also want to know if someone's taken the Yorian challenge successfully. Brian David Marshall has taken the Yorian challenge. Of course he has. In sealed. And he said he he didn't lose. He was like, I I won out that event. So Wow. I believe that. I he guess would. the drawbacks just aren't drawbacky enough. You can quote <laughs> me on that. You can quote me on that very including, eloquent quote. Including, yeah, using the word drawbacky. Dra- drawbacky. Yeah. Drawbacky. 
Like, I love the idea. Don't get me wrong. I'm uh-huh. so happy they're being creative and playing in this space and whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm all for it. But they're just they're just but, too good. But oh, wow. <laughs> but oh, wow. Oh, wow. Maria, okay, Megan. Um, what's oh, your, yeah, go ahead. I was going to ask you, just like, give me your number one favorite deck you've drafted. Okay. Um, my number one favorite deck was a, was a sealed deck that I opened, and you all saw me play it on the pre-release event. If oh, you that deck was that. busted. It was busted. It was red, white, cycling in sealed. Like people thought it was a draft deck when I put a picture of it up online. I'll put a picture out here in the video for you. Um, it, it's, it was, I had Luca. I had every cycling card you could ever want. I had all of the removal yeah. known Ooh, to man. You had that Phoenix. It was, I had the Phoenix, which, which is just a, a fantastic mutate card. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like I couldn't lose. I mean, and I did because once I accidentally decked myself because I was not paying attention (laughs) and I had cycled too aggressively and then I died and I was like, what? (laughs) I just love that's the one way. It's the one way you you lost. That I lost. Yeah. And and Chad couldn't figure it out either. We're all like, wait, why did you die? What's going on? Because it wasn't that late in the game. It wasn't to the point where I was like, I might deck myself. You haven't been like checking your card count in your library yet. Yeah, no, I was not at that point, but I had cycled so, so effectively <laughs> and so often that I decked myself and lost uh, by surprise. Amazing. Um, but that deck, that deck was a plus, plus, plus. I was, I was, it was love at first sight. Yeah. Um, then I, later I'm going to tell you about a deck I played against, but first I want to hear about your deck, Megan. Oh, I would say my favorite one was the five color one that I was talking about. It oh, was yeah. just so good. I had the, the green mythos, mythos of Brakos. Brokos? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Brokos. And I had the blue black. Like, I was five color. Multiple times I cast it for its blue black cost, also. Um, and I had, oh, God, that, that just deck had so many good cards in it. Um, I had, like, the, the mutate lion that makes two 1 1 lifelinkers. Oh, yes. Cub Warden. Yeah. So it was stuff like that where, like, I would cast it late in the game and I would have, like, cycled that 11 11 11 Godzilla early. And so yep. I'm like casting this to like go and get that cat, put it in my graveyard and get like that cat and that 1111 back or something like that. Something that I didn't, that you reminded me of that I didn't say from my deck is I was playing red, white, but I splashed. Well, I didn't splash this card. I had a Lord Dracus in my deck list, which is oh, one yeah. blue red for a two, three. Um, whenever this creature mutates, return target instant or sorcery card from your graveyard to your hand. But the mutate cost is either blue, blue or it's hybrid blue red hybrid blue red okay yeah so keep this in mind you can put these cards in your off color decks quote unquote and they can still be good because this creature's mutatability is just bonkers especially in a red white spell cycling yes. deck so this creature was i got back so many site what is it called uh rock slides yes <laughs> like, that rock slide is nice like it's unfair man yep. it's just unfair yep. so um think about that too because that is definitely something you can do if you think it's worth the benefit of only be- being able to cast it as a mutate creature in your deck yeah all right tell us about you you were messaging me messaging me about this deck as you were playing against it <laughs> yes Everybody, I'm so excited to tell you about this deck if you haven't heard about it yet. It's the Escape Protocol Ominous Seas deck, which apparently is something you can draft. Escape Protocol, it's it's an uncommon, as is Ominous Seas, so it's not going to happen every time. But what this card does is it's one in blue for an enchantment. Whenever you cycle a card, you may pay one. When you do, exile target artifact or creature you control, then return it to the battlefield under its owner's control. So you get that flicker or blink effect. 
Okay, you're like, who cares? Well, what you're going to actually flicker with this card is Sleeper Dart, which, you know, it taps down a creature when you sacrifice it, whatever. You're never doing that. The point is, when Sleeper Dart enters a battlefield, you draw a card. So you're flickering your Sleeper Dart to draw cards whenever you're cycling, which you're already drawing cards, so you're drawing a lot of cards. Um, so I played against somebody that had two escape protocols. So every time this happened, they triggered it twice and were able to draw three cards. Then... Later in the game, they played Ominous Seas, which is another blue enchantment. It's one and a blue. Whenever you draw a card, put a foreshadow counter on Ominous Seas. Remove eight foreshadow counters from Ominous Seas. Make an 8-8 eight, eight blue Kraken, Kraken creature token, okay? You My already hero. see where this is going. My hero. They, they made two 8-8 eight, eight tokens. It wasn't difficult. Every single card in their deck had cycling, pretty much. They played all these off-color cycling cards. It didn't matter mm -hmm. because they were never going to cast them. They just were going to cycle with them. You got to be careful that you're not going to deck yourself, like I said. But yeah. um, it was so cool to watch this happen, and there was nothing I could do about it. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, so I played, after you told me about this, I played against someone who played the Ominous Seas deck. Oh, really? Against me, yes. And they cast Ominous Seas early. And in the course of the game, they did make two 8-8 eight, eight Krakens. But you just kill I, I won that game because that was wow. my five-color deck that had so much removal. It had Great. Yeah. I also, there was a version, I played against a version of the red-white cycling deck that I told you about where they weren't being aggro with their creatures. They literally just had a bunch of like the snare casters and were just tapping down my stuff so that I couldn't kill them. And then they tried to zenith flare my face for like literally like 16 <laughs> or something like that. Zenith flare, why are you able to hit players' faces? At my face. And luckily I was playing blue, so I I had oh. a counter spell for it. Like I countered it. But otherwise, like I would have just like if you're not in blue, you just straight up die when your opponent is like, Do you know what? I cycled 16 cards in the course of this game and now I'm just gonna like point it at your face. Here you go. Oh, Zenith Flare, why do you exist? Oh, so so good. One quick thing I wanted to mention, too, is I want to give a shout out to my homies, the Mentor Cycle oh, yeah. in Ikoria. Uh, I think this is a great cycle. For three really mana, you get a 1-3. They put a keyword counter on another non-human creature, um, and then you can pay a certain amount of mana, tap them to add plus one, plus one counters to creatures that have that ability. So there's yeah. a Menace one, there's a Flying one, there's a Vigilance one, there's a Lifelink one. Um, and the Trample cards. one in green. Yeah, the trample one to like sink your mana into later in the game. Yeah. I found these to be uh, super, uh, super reliable pl uh, player mm -hmm. role players in my decks. Hey, everybody, that's this week's show, all limited all the time. Next week, Ooh. we'll be back to talk about all the wild stuff going on in standard and other constructed formats because believe us, it is wild. It is. Well, you know, honestly, we thought about talking about it this week. But I'm glad that we're pushing it a week because yeah. I want to say like we just need to see how things shake out a little bit because right now it's like when old timey when old timey prospectors like oh, no like you know put like put their little sieve through the stuff and there's all the stuff in the top of the sieve we need to shake some of it out and see what gold remains behind yeah that was because a long and weird metaphor. <laughs> 
there's a lot of random river dirt in the, uh, standard right there's now. There's a lot of random river dirt in there. Yes. It is the Wild West out there. And mm-hmm. yeah, we it deserves a lot of time to talk about it too because there's a lot of cool things going on. Yes. And we want to give it the time it deserves to talk about it. So we'll do that next week. Um, but lots of great limited chat today. And if you haven't had a chance to check out those real player drafts on Arena, we oh. highly recommend them. You get it for free if you log on. So like you get, get your, your free draft. You get your first one for free. Go get your yeah. free draft. Draft. Get your oh, free and draft. And you get card styles every time you draft. Yeah, it's really I'm cool. Loving it. And also, yesterday, Megan, did you see the daily deal that was 500 gems for 400 gems? Yes, I was about to talk about that. <laughs> but there was also, uh, wasn't there one that was gold? Oh, was there a gold one? There was if a there gold was, one. I missed it. I missed it. Oh, I did the gold one. Oh, okay, it was nice. But I, I, I definitely did the gem one yesterday. I was like, lol. <laughs> 500 gems for 400 gems yeah it seems like a good deal good stuff seems like a good deal i Um, mean look i need it i am proud to say that i have so far only spent ten dollars hey that's great yeah and i've done i've done a lot of drafts i also this is the first time around that i've ever for the first time ever i got the mastery pass because i like randomly at the top of this season I had a lot of gems and I was like I've never done it I have no pets and I'm so lonely <laughs> like I'm just gonna do it and I don't now know you got how a cat. yeah I don't know how I feel about it the cat or what no the I like the cat pass. I like the cat beast I don't okay. know how I feel about the rest of it <laughs> Oh, yeah. I think the Mastery Pass, we're getting a a little bit less value, quote unquote, than we got um, during the Theros Mastery Pass. Um, I almost didn't buy it this time, but I did. I don't know that I I will in the future. Now that I have, I have my one pet, so I don't look like, I don't look like the loser in the cafeteria who's not sitting next to anybody. (laughs) Yeah. That's because that's what I felt like. Everyone has their pets over on their side of the battlefield, and I'm like, great. You're like, oh, this I is just my pet. empty corner where nobody's <laughs> nobody's here. It's like in the wrestling, like right in like a boxing ring, and like they break, and like the re- like the boxers. I'm confusing wrestling and boxing, but anyways, the two boxers go to their opposite corners, and one of them has like the coach who's there, and the other one's just sitting by themselves. Yeah, yeah, and this cat is gonna wipe your sweaty brow after drafting five color exactly (laughs) but if you've got a sweet draft deck or sealed pool uh sealed deck that you've built from a pool and you want to show it off you can always tweet at us at glh of magic we would love to see it oh yes Um, and uh yeah send us those hot picks of your drafts send us those hot picks and um if you're getting anything out of our episodes every week you're happy we're still around even during all of this you know just completely <laughs> unbelievable time happening in the universe really completely <sighs> unbelievable <laughs> head on over to patreon.com slash glhf magic um and help out me and megan continue to keep doing this every single week for you join a fantastic community we say we have the best listeners and i will go to the mat there's a wrestling yes. metaphor for you that's because right. i believe it so strongly i will um, put on my boxing gloves about it Boom, 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 boom. Yes. You get great rewards, access to our sweet Discord server, which is mm-hmm. a fantastic resource for you right now if you're feeling cooped up and you don't have a lot of people to talk to. We have awesome people on the Discord server. Oh, they're um, so great. They're so great. Cute pictures of weasels. Wait, weasels, right? <laughs> ferrets. Ferrets. Why did ferrets I say weasels? A, you said weasels. Are ferrets a, ferret a kind a weasel? of weasel? 
I don't know. Is I this like a square rhombus rectangle situation? Yeah, I think it probably is. Hold on. Is is a is a ferret? Maria's going to get to the bottom of this because we can't leave you in suspense. A weasel. Oh, a, a rodent was the first one that came up. Oh. Is a ferret a weasel? Um, it is from the same genus as weasel. Oh, so yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, there you yeah. go. Weasels. There you go. Um, you can only get those kind of facts here on Good Luck yeah. High Five every <laughs> single week. <laughs> on Good Luck High Five. Good Luck High Five. Hashtag Weasel Watch. <laughs> Great. Do you know what? I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave you all with this one last uh, quarantine anecdote. Okay. I did. I did a Zumba class in my own living room the other day. How big is my living room area? It's like four by four, man. <laughs> yeah, that's all you need for a good Zumba. That's true. 